Good Friday morning, everybody. How are you? You are listening to One Sister's Journey, Keeping It Real. I am so glad you're here, and thank you for listening. We are going to wrap up our series on Love is Powerful today, TGIF, and we're going to close the week out with one of my favorite verses from Zephaniah 317 in The Voice. The eternal your God is standing right here among you, and he is the champion who will rescue you. He will joyfully celebrate over you. He will rest in his love for you. He will joyfully sing because of you like a new husband. And Zephaniah 3.17 from the NIV. The Lord your God is with you, the mighty warrior who saves. He will take great delight in you. In his love, he will no longer rebuke you, but will rejoice over you with singing. And then 1 John 3.1 from the NIV. See what great love the Father has lavished on us, that we should be called children of God. And that is what we are. The reason the world does not know us is that it did not know him. And then 1 John 3, 1 from the Passion. Look with wonder at the depth of the Father's marvelous love that he has lavished on us. He has called us and made us his very own beloved children. The reason the world doesn't recognize who we are is that they didn't recognize him. So how powerful is love? Love is so powerful that not only did God create you and I, but God calls us his sons and daughters. God looks at us and not only, we are not just something he created like a tree or the grass or a beautiful sunrise or sunset. We are his children He calls us his children, his sons, and his daughters. And that's how much he loves you. He loves you as his son and daughter. That's a powerful love. Um, If you are a parent, a guardian, an aunt, an uncle, whether it be to a two-legged little human or a four-legged fur baby. I want you to think about how much you love that child, that fur baby. And I want you to magnify that times infinity. And that's how much God loves you. And when I really stop and think about the depth of God's love for me. I can be moved to tears because I know how much I love my daughter. I love other people, but there's something about that offspring, right? Your kids. And when I am a foolish human, which I am often. Um, We are humans. We will make mistakes. We do make mistakes. It's that we learn from them, right? Um, But my foolish human, sometimes I can really beat myself up because I've let God down. He loves me so much. Not only did he create me, but he loves me. 
And yeah, I do these foolish, foolish things sometimes. And I can beat myself up. But then these verses, you know, God's right there. He's going to take great delight in me. And in his love, he will no longer rebuke me. So why am I beating myself up? Because Zephaniah 3.17 tells me, in his love, he will no longer rebuke me. When I confess and say, Lord, I, you know, I sinned, I, I failed, I flopped. Forgive me. Guess what? He's already forgiven me. Boom. Done. Yeah, I sit there going, oh, woulda, coulda, shoulda. Oh, why did I? Oh, hello, move on. God did not call us to live a life of fear and guilt and beating ourselves up over making mistakes. God has called us to be forgiven, to be redeemed, to be lifted up, to be carried, to be loved with the greatest love in all the earth and beyond. We are loved with an eternal love from God. That is so cool. Why do I waste minutes or hours or days, which thankfully I don't do anymore, but I used to. I could beat myself up for months over something so foolish. And now, you know, I'm not saying I just like, oh, I made a mistake, move it on. <laughs> you know, I'm not like flighty or unrealistic. I mean, there's things that really just hit me at my core. Like, why did I say that? Lisa, stop speaking before thinking. My nemesis. You know, it's always kind of been my problem. My mouth has got me in trouble a lot as a child, as a teen. (laughs) And it still does because I speak without thinking. Yet God loves me knowing that that's the way I'm wired and designed. And the way I act, or I should say react, right? I react with that sharp tongue instead of pausing and praying, as, you know, I talk about here on the podcast. Yeah, I sit here and tell you, pause and pray. And it's a skill that I am working on myself. But I've told you that before. A lot of times what we're talking about and learning about each week, you know, is either something I was going through or something God laid on my heart. And I learn from this message also because I don't write anything down. I don't have anything planned. I just play, play, pray and trust God and say, all right, God, these are the verses you gave me. This is the theme you gave me. Give me the words to speak that are going to reach the hearts and minds of those listening. You know what they need, Lord. You know what I need. Give me the the words, your words to speak and share. And I always pray that it just encourages and uplifts other people. And that really is why this podcast started. It's a way to encourage and uplift others. And, you know, blogging and podcasting. And I love blogging also. And part of, you know, I'm figuring out my balance. I might have to go like twice a week to the blogging or... 
you know, I'm figuring it out. I got to get it in place before school starts because I enjoy podcasting. I enjoy blogging. I enjoy sharing about how God is working in us and through us and sharing that with all of you in hopes that it encourages you to know that God is working in and through you too. We just need to pause and recognize that. And so I just really want to, um, I don't want to lose that part of my ministry. That is something I do for God and that I believe I am, I am filled in my spirit because of it. And it wouldn't matter to me if I had one listener or a thousand listeners, because if there's one person listening, that's the person that needed to hear what I said that day. And I do not check my stats very often. Um, I couldn't tell you what countries uh, the podcast is being listened to in. I can't tell you how many people are listening. And I, I mean, I've checked on and off, but I honestly don't check too often because I don't want to get wrapped up in numbers or discouraged by numbers, right? Because that number game could really mess with your head. You know, it could be, oh my gosh, nobody's listening. Why do I do this? I do this because God's called me to do it. God's called me to share. That's why I do it. And that's why I say it doesn't matter if there's one, 21 or 2001, right? Or I could check and they say 5,000 people listened yesterday. Oh, I'd have probably a mini panic attack and be like, oh my gosh, God, did I say what you wanted me to say? Did I do it the way you wanted me to do it, Lord? And be like in this circle of doubt, making sure I had done it well enough for God. So yeah, I don't really check my numbers because I just trust God and I trust the message he gives me and I share it. I will tr- check every once in a while if somebody goes says, you know, how are you? Oh, I don't know. You know, so I'll pop on and I don't remember the last time I checked and I don't remember what the stats were the last time I checked. And I, I personally can't follow my stats that close because it would mess with my brain and I do what I do because I love God and a number shouldn't change what I do out of love, right? But because I know the way my brain's wired, a low number might defeat me and a high number could make my ego strike. And I don't want either one of those. So, you know, I don't want to be discouraged and I also don't want to be prideful. All right. Rabbit trail. Squirrel back to the powerful love of God. And that's what it's all about, right? The powerful love of God. And that's why I podcast. And that's why I do what I do. And I try for people to see God through me without thumping them with a Bible. Because nowhere will you read in the Bible, pick up thy word and hit thy neighbor over thy head. I know, you laughed, like, all right, that's ridiculous, right? No, it says, love thy neighbor as you love yourself. Love God, the only God, true God. It's all about love. You know, they talk about the the commandments, and the greatest commandment of all these is love. Love. You know, the fruits of the Spirit, love. 
love is at the foundation. Love is a verb. Love is not a noun. Love is a verb. It is action. It is a more than a feeling because feelings are fickle. Love is something down into the depths of your heart and your soul. And Zephaniah 3.17 says, The Lord will dance over you. Have you ever thought about that? That God loves you so much that he will dance. My friend Beth gifted me Zephaniah 3, 16, 17 for my birthday one year. And at first I'm like, that's an interesting gift. But it's been the best birthday gift because it keeps coming back to me. And even though we don't talk anymore and they've moved across, you know, far away to a new um, the pastor in a different church. And I still can remember sitting in Canales, having lunch with Beth, and her gifting me Zephaniah 3, 16, 17. And reading it and feeling the Holy Spirit work in my belly. And reading it each time and saying, all right, Lord, thank you for dancing over me, right? And Ephesians, oh my gosh, now that I want to share it, my brain just went completely blank. Um, oh my gosh, I'm going to have to take a little quick break because I need to look this up because I just drew a complete blank. What a ditz. Um, I think I know it, but I don't want to say it wrong. So let's pause for just a minute so I can go get the right verse because there's two that truly just speak to my heart and soul and just encourage me and remind me of how much God loves me and how much God loves you. And so I hope that they both will bless you like they bless me. All right, so I was right. Ah. Um, It's Ephesians 3, verses 20 and 21. Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine according to his power that is at work within us, to him be the glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations forever and ever. Amen. To him who is able to do immeasurably more than we could have ever imagined. I I had to like stop and just get my Bible out and look it up. But I was right. I should have trusted my gut. But, uh, you know, I don't trust my gut too often. (laughs) When you trust your gut, you're getting in trouble. But what I want you to just understand and remember is that God loves you so much. Um, Look up Ephesians 3, 16 and 17. Look up Ephesians. Ephesians 3, 20 and 21, and Zephaniah 3, 16 and 17. Oy vey. Talk about dyslexia at work. Zephaniah 3, 16, 17, and Ephesians 3, verses 20 and 21. And look those up today and just read them and read them in different versions and translations. If you go to BibleGateway.com, you can actually look up a verse in multiple translations and versions at one time and look at them side by side which I do a lot when I'm studying and it just helps me to understand and one translation or version will often speak to me more than another. 
So I encourage you to look up those two verses and just remember as you move through Friday and into the weekend that God loves you. And love is powerful. You are called to share that love with others, especially the unlovable, okay? So you are loved beyond measure. Share that love with everyone that you interact with, whether it be cashing out of the grocery store, working out of the gym, driving your car. Yes, I said driving the car. At home with your family. Remember that you are loved and we're called to share that love with others. Thank you for listening. Have a wonderful weekend, everybody. And may you just feel God's loving arms wrapped around you and reminding you of how much you are loved. Thanks for listening to One Sister's Journey, Keeping It Real. I am Lisa. I'm your hostess, and I'm so glad you're here. Have a wonderful weekend.